You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Okay, let's go to Job chapter 33, our text. You should know this passage by now. Reading from verse 14, it says, For God may speak in one way or in another, yet man does not perceive it. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls upon men while slumbering on their beds, then he opens the ears of men and seals their instruction. He seals their instruction. In order to turn man from his deed and conceal pride from man, he keeps back his soul from the pit and his life from perishing by the sword. And I'll read on. It says, Man is also chastened with pain on his bed and with strong pain in many of his bones. So that his life abhors bread and his soul succulent food. His flesh wastes away from sight and his bones stick out which once were not seen. And I hope you know this is Job they're talking about. This is narrating his experience. All right? His circumstance. But then there is a... let's, Let's read on. It says, yes... His soul draws near the pit and his life to the executioners. All right? And this is some people's experience. And then verse 23, which is significant. He says, if there is a messenger from him, a mediator, One among a thousand to show man his uprightness. Then he is gracious to him and says, deliver him from going down to the pit. I have found a ransom. Glory to God. Now, if you read that passage in the King James, let me read it. Um, verse, Verse 23. In the King James, uh, let me, in the King James it says, if there be a messenger with him, an interpreter, say interpreter, Okay, if there be a messenger with him, an interpreter, one among a thousand, to show unto man his uprightness. So one of the ways that God delivers people is by planting interpreters in their lives. Are you getting my point? So my message tonight is what I call dream advisory. 
Glory to God. Dream advisory services. <laughs> if you like. Dream advisors. So one of God's ways is by planting interpreters in the life of kings. Are you following me? God plants interpreters in the life of kings so that they are rescued from impending danger. So what God does is that he gives the king the dream, but then he raises an interpreter who can now interpret the dream for the king. And you see that in the scriptures. That's why we call this series, Dream, the Language of God and Kings. It is a language that has been established in ancient times. And don't think you can just discard it today and enjoy the benefits that it is supposed to bring. So, the Lord is showing us here that there are interpreters. At least, it says, one among a thousand. So, if there are a thousand people, there should be one person at least who is an interpreter. And oftentimes, we think that it's only born-again Christians that can walk in this. No. Because it's a kingdom gift. Ah, it's a kingdom ability. So the kingdom is beyond the church. How many people know that? Yeah. So the church is there. Although the church is a custodian of the kingdom. Right? But the kingdom is bigger than the church. So God is not restricted. By our theology. He's not restricted by our opinions. He's not restricted by our dogmas and whatever it is that we have put together and to say, as a church, this is how God is going to move. No, no, no. All you will do is that you will exclude him. Because if he wants to come in a way that you think he's not supposed to come, what he will do is that he will just walk away to the, next, to the next place that is open to him. All right? So some people have closed their hearts to dreams, to God speaking through dreams. Why? Because they don't fully understand it. And because they don't understand it, instead of seeking wisdom, instead of seeking understanding, instead of um, being tutored, They just close it. It's like somebody that says, okay, because, you know, he didn't ex experience a miracle. He was believing God. He prayed for somebody and the person died. Then he now says there's no more miracles. You, 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 you can't say that. That's not the reason why that person died. It's not because there are no miracles. You don't know why that person died. Despite the fact that you believed. You don't know. It's between that person and God. Amen. 
It's actually none of your business. Are you following me? Yeah, it's none of your business. So sometimes we dabble into things that don't concern us. And we wonder why. <laughs> We're not seeing what we expect. So you just presume that because you go and you stand and you say certain things, God is mandated to back you. When there are other principles that might be uh, in operation. For example, you're praying for somebody to live and the person is praying to die. How, how, who is God going to answer? Huh? Who? Is the person living for you? He's not living for you. So if the person decides, Lord, just take me home. Take me home. I've had enough. I just, I just need to go and rest. I just need to rest. I need to rest. It's like when I prayed for, when my mom was ill and we were praying, 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 praying. She was just there. And one day God spoke to me. He said, do you know you are the one keeping her? I said, what? You're the one. So I had to call my siblings and I said, look, this is what the Lord says. So what do you think? Can we release her? So okay, fine. I told my sister, I put the phone in her ear. She had a stroke. She couldn't talk. I just spoke in her ear. I said, Mom, you've taught us the way of the Lord by precept and by example. We have learned and we are following the path you have shown us. And I said to her, we will be fine if it's time for you to go. I release you to go. And my sister said, her eyes went like that. That same week, she was gone. So sometimes when things don't happen your way, it does not mean that it is not, um, God does not work like that. It, it could just be, why am I sharing this? It could be another reason, which you don't know. And he didn't tell you. You're not one of his counselors. All right? So you're not, uh, you're not God's advisor. You're not one of the elders in heaven. Okay? The 24 elders. Are you among? Is anybody here that is among the 24 elders? You're, so you're not among the 24 elders. So you can't even say, oh, well, God, you know, it's, it's better to just override this and do this. No, no, you can't. All right? So don't close your heart to what God is doing because you don't understand. Instead, ask questions. And make sure you ask the right people. Because the problem, again, is sometimes we ask the wrong people. We ask the wrong people and then they give us their, their whatever it is they believe and it's just wrong. So there are some people I won't go for, uh, I won't go to for certain kind of counsel. Okay? Yeah. I won't go to them. I will just look at them and I just know this is how not to do it. <laughs> that their life alone is a counsel. 
But there are certain people I'll go to and I'll say, tell me how you did this. Instead of fighting someone and being jealous of someone, how God is using that person or how God is blessing that person or what God is doing in that person's life, why don't you go and ask, what is it that you're doing? Teach me. Alright? So, why am I saying all of this? To say that nobody has a right to say that dreams are not for today. That's presumptuous and that's proud. That's like exalting yourself above the word of God. And it's a scary place to put yourself in. Glory to God. So, dream advisors. They are interpreters. The ministry of interpreters is so powerful that they can save a nation. So if they can save a nation, imagine what they can do to a life. Imagine what they can do to a family. Imagine what they can do to a church. Hallelujah. The reason why I'm embarking on this or I've embarked on this series is because I know the authority and the power that goes with this ministry. So I want it to be activated in this house. Glory to God. Yeah. So that we can begin to experience the things that the Bible is talking about. Right. If there is a messenger with him, touch your neighbor and say, are you a, me- uh, a messenger? Are you an interpreter? <laughs> are you my interpreter? <laughs> are you the one? Because you say, if, if there's a messenger with him, an interpreter, huh? so you are next to me, I hope you are the interpreter. Huh? Not the interrupter. <laughs> the interpreter. Hallelujah. It's, a, it's an amazing ministry. So God speaks through dreams. We've established that and we, we can spend more time to even establish it even more. Because there is no doubt. I know there are some dreams that are not from God, but... I'm telling you, when God is speaking, you know it's God. You know, God speaks. It's amazing. And I've told you before that some dreams are from your spirit. Not necessarily from God. But your spirit is also safe. Your spirit will not mislead you. Because you are born again. He that is born of God does not sin. All right? Your spirit is born of God and your spirit will not sin. Your spirit will not sin. Your heart might sin, but not your spirit. (laughs) Okay? In other words, when I say your heart, your heart is a combination of your spirit and your soul. All right? So your soul is that part of you that makes you self-conscious. That's where you feel love. You feel rejected. You feel hated. It's, it's your soul that picks that. 
So your soul can speak in a dream as well. All right? Your soul can speak in a dream. And that's why you need to ensure that your heart is always right. Make sure you don't harbor things about people. Don't harbor unforgiveness. Don't harbor bitterness. Don't harbor jealousy. All those things are not good for you. They are not good for you because they will affect your ability to hear God clearly in the night season. Okay? Don't be fearful. If you are always afraid, you fear, you know, you hear a sound, you, you want to freak out. Don't stop. You, you, stop it. <laughs> Just stop it. Otherwise, it will play out in your dream. It will play out in your dream. So, make sure that you work on your heart. One of the things I do is I, I spend a lot of time dealing with my heart. Most of my prayers have to do with my heart. So, that's why it doesn't matter what you do. I have forgiven you in advance. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, it's advance. Forgiveness credit, I have a lot of it. So I give that. Why? Because I want to protect my heart. I want to hear God. I don't want, I don't, I don't want things to twist my ability to hear God. All right? So if you're going to be an interpreter, you must watch your heart. You must, or else you'll be deceived. Your heart can deceive you. Okay? Tell someone, I think he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. God speaks through dreams. Let's look at First um, Samuel chapter 27, verse 6. First Samuel 27. This was Saul's experience. Verse 5 says, When Saul saw the army of the Philistines, he was afraid, and his heart trembled greatly. He was afraid, and his heart trembled greatly. 1 Samuel 27, reading from verse 5. Okay? Then verse 6 said, When Saul inquired of the Lord, the Lord did not answer him. What did I say? Sorry, 28. I'm looking at 27, but I'm actually reading from 28. <laughs> All right. 1 Samuel 28. Verse 5. He saw the army of the Philistines, and he was afraid, and his heart trembled greatly. Okay? His heart trembled greatly. When Saul inquired of the Lord, the Lord did not answer him. Either by dreams, or by Urim, or by the prophets. God zapped his mouth. <laughs> Says, no communication. You and I are not in talking terms. <laughs> May you never get to that point. 
Huh? Now the king is on the brink of war. And normally kings, before they go to war, they consult. Do you understand me? They consult, they consult their interpreters. Because before the war, usually kings begin to get dreams. And then there are interpreters around them that now interpret the dream. And when they decode that dream, that's what they use to go to war. So, Saul is here on the brink of war. No dream. The Urim was actually, um, it's, it's, it's with the priest. So he had to go to the priest who has the Urim. And the priest will now consult God and say, should he go, should he not go? So he tried that. God didn't speak. Remember he had killed priests before. So he, he had desecrated the office of the priest. He had dishonored the office of the priest. Now he's in trouble. He wants to hear from, the, from God through the priest. And God closed that door. Samuel is dead. The chief prophet. Now Samuel had um, a, a company of prophets. Samuel had a company of prophets that he... Um, usually, I mean, that he trained. None of them could hear for him. And he was not receiving any dreams. So the guy was scared. That's what led him to go to the diviner. Okay? To the witch. That's what led him to the witch who had familiar spirits. Which is what is happening today. Many people are consulting some people with familiar spirits who conjure and use familiar spirits to speak into their lives. And that usually leads to destruction. So, kings. God usually gives kings dreams. And they are interpreters. One among a thousand. That God will plant in their lives. How many kings do we have in the house? All right. <laughs> Where are your interpreters? <laughs> there are some people. I'm telling you this. There are some people around you. That are dreamers or interpreters. That God will use. In your life. All right? So that's why I'm teaching this. So you don't miss it. So you see there that God did not speak by dreams because that's one of the ways he communicates. By Urim, which, is, which speaks of the ministry of the Holy Spirit today. All right? And then by the prophets to the fivefold ministry. God says, nope. So Saul was in trouble. And we know that led to his uh, premature death. Okay. So interpreters, when interpreters are missing, there are certain 
key blessings that are missing in the life of someone. One of the reasons why David was so successful as a king was because he was able to master this thing. David would never go to war without consulting God. And God would always speak to him. And so he won all his battles. Do you know that David didn't have one record of a failed battle? Forty years. Forty years of success. How about that? Huh? I'm sure you can do with that, right? <laughs> Forty years of success. Yeah. So when you are able to master every means of divine communication, you enhance your, cho your, 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 um, your chances of success. Do you know that um, the Roman Empire, it actually historically it said that the Roman Empire, right? The Roman emperors would not go to war without consulting with their dream advisors. And out of all the empires, the Roman Empire is the one that lasted longer, the longest. And most of them is because of dreams and interpreters. Isn't that interesting? Amazing. Meanwhile, some people have become, because they have the Holy Ghost, they think that they've got everything, so they discard other ways that God communicates. You don't realize that God also, the Holy Spirit is the one that also uses dreams. <laughs> so, if you miss Maybe you didn't get a vision, you didn't hear a still small voice, you didn't get a, uh, a trance or an open vision, you know. Then when you sleep, you should get something at least. Nobody should miss God here. Yeah. I've been hearing some testimonies since I started this series. And next week I'd like to give you an opportunity to hear a few testimonies of how this has impacted people's lives. So this is real. It's real. How many people have testimonies eh? since we started this? Come on. Okay. You see? I'm telling you. So, one among a thousand. Amen. Interpreters. I'm praying for God to raise interpreters Amen. in this house. Amen. You see, Joseph was an interpreter. And his ministry saved the nation. Yeah, that's what we need. Instead of our leaders going to Sangomas, they should come to us. Yeah, they should come to us. But they won't come to us if we don't rise up. So we're praying and we're trusting God that God will raise interpreters in this house that will have the word of God, the counsel of the Lord. 
to unravel the mysteries that surround our leaders. Some of them, are, they've tried everything. It's not working. They don't know what to do. And make no mistake about it, all our leaders consult. Yeah, they do. It's just like you don't know. But they do. Who do they consult? You don't know. But I'm telling you, they do. You say, oh, well, they don't listen to advisors. It's because they don't listen to the intellectual advisors. There are advisors they listen to. Who tell them, if you tie this around your waist when you go for this meeting, everybody against you is going to be your friend. Yeah. So they are going to have this meeting, this executive meeting, and everybody's charging. We're going to deal with him today. The moment they just arrive. Hey. <laughs> your excellency. <laughs> and everybody is friendly. They've forgotten what they plan to do. Until they leave that place, then they remember. And they start fuming. But you had the opportunity. Why couldn't you do it? Why? He has consulted. He has consulted. It's happening. <laughs> Glory to God. So we need people that will stand up. Rise up in stature. Rise up in power. Rise up in authority. That their word can determine the course of an entire nation. That's what we need. And the church needs to produce that. Hallelujah. And I'm trusting God that we will have many like that. Not just one in a thousand. Hallelujah. Dream advisors. Look at the book of Daniel. Daniel chapter 1, verse 17 says, And as for these four young men, God gave them knowledge and skill in all literature and wisdom. May God give you knowledge. <laughs> yes? Amen. And skill. In all literature and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. We need that. So interpreters have, they have access to superior wisdom. Amen. They have access to superior knowledge. Are you following me? They have access to superior understanding. So they are able to interpret. Those are the kind of people that we want to pray that God will begin to plant around our leaders. So that they are not confused. Hallelujah. I read something on Twitter the other day. When the chief justice, you remember, at the opening of the parliament, and he asked them to meditate, pray, and all. 
and somebody was, was, you know, was vomiting on Twitter. <laughs> Let me put it that way. His heart, he was pouring out his heart that, look, what a disappointment. These this religious people have come again. And this, these are the people that are around our leaders. And I said, oh, there are many more coming. Yes. Hallelujah. There are many more coming that will become gatekeepers. They will become gatekeepers. And will will block all those demonic influences that come to hijack the destiny of the nation. So we need people who are bold, people who are strong, people who are wise, people who have authority. That their word carries weight. Amen. Look, look, look at a man like Joseph. Pharaoh says, nothing will happen in Egypt except by your word. There are levels. Tell me someone said there are levels. Interpreters have levels. Hallelujah. So there are interpreters that when they speak, the realm of the spirit... Because they, 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 are, they are only second in command. So when they speak, the heavens recognize Amen. what they say. Yeah. And it will happen according to their word. Amen. We need such people. So I'm trusting God. That God will raise such people. From our midst, Amen. in our day, in our generation, in our Amen. time, that we will see such people. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Daniel, God gave him understanding. Right? Now look at a man like Nebuchadnezzar, chapter 2 of Daniel. It says, Now in the second year Nebuchadnezzar's, of Nebuchadnezzar's reign, Nebuchadnezzar had dreams. And his spirit was so troubled that sleep left him. May God give our leaders those kind of dreams. Especially when we are ready and positioned. <laughs> sleep departed from him. He had many dreams. It's not just one dream. He had many. He he couldn't, he, he just couldn't sleep. Sleep departed from him. Then the king gave the command to call the magicians, the astrologers, the sorcerers, and the Chaldeans to tell the king his dreams. So they came and stood before the king. Hey, imagine such a thing. A king calls you. Imagine if the president calls you and says, Hello, guys, all of you, tell me my dreams. How are you gonna, where are you going to start from? <laughs> so these are the people that normally he would go to for advice. These are supposed to be dream advisors. <laughs> Hallelujah. So he calls them all and they're not able to help him. They're not able to help him. The king said to them, I have had a dream and my spirit is anxious to know the dream. 
<laughs> Hello, King. Listen to yourself. You have had a dream. Your spirit is anxious to know the dream. And you are calling us. Hello, who had the dream? We, did, we, we are not the ones that had the dream. You had the dream. You tell us the dream and we will interpret it for you. We are interpreters. We, are not, we cannot enter your mind and dream your dream. And then come and tell you your dream. But they didn't know God was setting the, the stage up. Then the Chaldeans spoke to the king in the Aramic. O king, live forever. Tell your servants the dream and we will give the interpretation. The king answered and said to the Chaldeans, My decision is firm. If you do not make known the dream to me and its interpretation, you shall be cut to pieces. <laughs> this is, there is no human rights at this time. <laughs> you will be cut to pieces. Imagine a king talking to you like that. He says, and your houses shall be made, made as an ash heap. However, if you tell the dream and its interpretation, you shall receive from me gifts, rewards, great honor. Therefore, tell me the dream and its interpretation. Where in the world, king, have you heard that kind of thing? How can somebody wake up and say, tell me my dream? And its interpretation. But, yeah, that's what happened. They answered again and said, Let the king tell his servants the dream, and we will give its interpretation. The king answered and said, I know for certain that you will gain time, because you see that my decision is firm. If you do not make known the dream to me, there is only one decree for you. For you have agreed to speak lying and corrupt words before me till the time has changed. Therefore, tell me the dream and I shall know that you can give me its interpretation. So, how do I even know you can accurately interpret? So, to prove to me that you are a real interpreter, tell me my dream and then give me the interpretation. If you get the dream right, I will believe your interpretation. Oh, my. <laughs> so, the Chaldeans answered the king and said, There is not a man on earth who can tell the king's matter. Therefore, no king, lord, or ruler has ever asked such things of any magician, astrologer, or Chaldean. It is a difficult thing that the king requests. And there is, no, there is no other who can tell it to the king except the gods who dwell not with flesh. They've agreed now. Hallelujah. It is only available outside human existence. Then, it say, they said, for this reason, the king was angry and very furious and gave command to destroy all the wise men of Babylon. Oh, destroy them all. Kill them. 
So the decree went out and they began killing the wise men. And they sought Daniel and his companions to kill them. Can you imagine? Daniel as well was going to die. But God had something. God was about to elevate Daniel. Hallelujah. God was about to elevate him. Then with counsel and wisdom, Daniel answered Ariok, the captain of the king's guard, who had gone out to kill the wise men of Babylon. And he answered and said to Ariok, the king's captain, Why is the decree from the king so urgent? Then Ariok made the decision known to Daniel. So Daniel went in and asked the king to give him time that he might tell the king the interpretation. Oh my God. I wish God's people could rise to the occasion when the time comes, when there is need, when human wisdom has failed. Do you understand me? When human expertise has failed, it does not mean that there is no answer. If somebody could just rise up and say, give me time, I will bring the answer. We need such people. Then Daniel went to his house and made the decision known to his connect group. Ananiah, Mishael, Azariah, and his companions. He made the decision known. He went to his companions. Do you have companions that you can talk about dreams with? And you can pray about those things that God is saying. Daniel had them. It was not that time that he formed this group. The group existed before the need came. Are you following me? Yeah, so you must be connected. Hmm? The secret. The Bible says, verse 19, Then the secret was revealed to Daniel in a night vision. Hallelujah! Glory to God. In a night vision, in a dream. Imagine you dreaming somebody's dream. Say there are levels. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! So he dreamt the king's dream. <laughs> Only God can do that. Then Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever, for wisdom and might are his. And he changes the times and the seasons. He removes kings. He raises up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise. Look at, look at how God operates. He gives wisdom to who? You would expect that he would give wisdom to the fool, right? But God is not like that. To him that has, more shall be given. And to him that hath not, even the little he has shall be taken away from him. That's the kingdom principle. So that's why I'm giving you these this, this, this principles so that you can have something that God can give more to. Otherwise, the little you have will be taken. So he gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. He reveals 
deep and secret things. He knows what is in the darkness. And the light dwells with him. I thank you and praise you, O God of my fathers. You have given me wisdom and might. Can you, can you see? Wisdom and might. What kind of might is that? It wasn't physical strength. This is the might to bend nations. Hallelujah. There are people like that, that God is raising in our midst, that will bend nations and align the destiny of nations. Telling you, there is that kind of authority. And Daniel had it. May God raise you to that level. In the name of Jesus. He says, And have now made known to me what we ask of you. For you have made known to us the king's demand. And we know that when Daniel faced the king and told the king his dream, the king was impressed. And then he gave him the interpretation. Amen? He gave him the interpretation. Interpreters, Lord, raise interpreters in this house. Raise Daniels in this house. Raise men and women, O oh God, who can tap into that dimension of the Spirit, O oh God, to intercept the plans of the enemy. In the name of Jesus, mighty God, Raise such people in this house. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. I bless your name. Glory to God. So an interpreter has a way. He has a way God has put something upon his life. That when he speaks, he can rescue a whole family. He can rescue a whole nation. So, interpreters are dangerous in their sleep. So, when they are sleeping, you think, you think that you have an advantage over them. Oh, my. Ooh, they are kings of the night. They are kings of the night. When their head hits that pillow, oh, my goodness. They begin to alter destiny. So, if, if, if you can allow this to operate in your life, I'm telling you, even your, 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 your company, wherever it is, your family, your corporation, your whatever department, I'm telling you, it can change. God can use that. Don't put any limit on God. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a powerful, powerful manifestation. Of the kingdom of God. It's one of the manifestations of the kingdom. Glory to God. Amen. We're going to see that on the increase. Amen. In our day and our age. That's why in Job, he says, one of the ways he rescues people from the pit. is by dream. An interpreter. Is one of the ones that God will also use to make sure it is executed. 
Amen? Look at Psalm 126. We know this passage. It says, When the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion, we were like those who what? Hallelujah. So dreams can, God can use dreams to bring you out of captivity. Do you understand? So the interpreter can help to rescue people by the power of dreams. When the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion, we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter. Hallelujah. Our tongue with singing. Amen. Then they said among the nations, come on, they will say among the nations, about this nation, they will say among the nations, concerning this nation, because of the ministry of interpreters, I'm telling you, they will say, among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. Amen. Do you believe that? Amen. They will say, the Lord has done great things for them. For the Lord has done great things for us, and we are glad. Amen. We are glad. Your family can be rescued from the curse. Your family can be rescued from cap captivity. Your family can be rescued from, uh, from destruction, from impending destruction. I'm telling you. Do you know that God can use dreams to go into your future and sort out your future before you get there? Yeah. That's why you, you find that in your dreams, there's, there's, you, you can go either way. You can go to the future, you can go to the past. You can travel in time in your dream. Hallelujah. To fix things that need to be fixed. Glory to God. So whatever, has, whatever is holding back your family, whatever is holding back your life, right now, tonight, in the name of Jesus, I command and I take authority over it. I break it right now. In the name of Jesus. By the authority vested upon me, I command every captivity to be loosed. Over your life, over your family, over your children, over your siblings, over your entire family, your extended family. I release them from every captivity in the name of Jesus. I don't care how many generations back these things have been held back. I command them to be released right now. To be broken in the name of Jesus. Be loose. Let the captivity be turned around. In the name of Jesus, I release laughter in your family. I release celebration in your home. I release and I decree celebration in the name of Jesus. And then when it happens in the daytime, it will look like a dream. When your dreams become realities in the name of Jesus. Decree that. I release that Amen. over your life, Amen. over your family, you, over your household. Yes, Every destiny that has been captured, I command to be released. Yes, Let there be recovery. Yes, 
Recovery of destinies. Recovery of spoils. Recovery of treasures. Whatever the enemy has robbed you of. Whatever the enemy has stolen from you. Whatever he has stolen from your family. Whatever he has stolen from your household. Right now. I command to be released. I command a sevenfold restoration. To be paid back with interest. Sevenfold. In the name of Jesus. I compel him to pay back. I compel him to pay back. In the name of Jesus. Nobody messes with a dreamer. And gets away with it. You will be compelled to surrender. You will be compelled to bow. In the name of Jesus. I release that over you. I release that over your family. I release that over your household. In the name of Jesus. Every crookedness I command to be straightened out. Even concerning your life. Every perversion I command to be rooted out of your life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. As I'm decreeing, I'm seeing snakes running. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Deliverance is taking place here. Name of Jesus. Every serpentine operation. Right now is consumed. By the Father Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. Thank you Father. We bless your name. We bless your name. Lord, let there be signs and wonders to accompany your word in every life here. In the name of Jesus. Recovery. Unusual recovery. Unexpected blessings. Unexpected manifestations. Unexpected open doors. In the name of Jesus. They begin to come. From everywhere. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Surprising phone calls. Yes, Lord. Lord God. Let them be. Let them, let, let them be released. Yes, In the name of Jesus. Yes, Unusual promotions. Yes, yes, Double promotions. Yes, triple promotions. In fact sevenfold. Yes, I decree that. Yes, In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lose it over your life. I lose it. Let it fall upon you. Let it fall upon you. In the name of Jesus. The sun shall not smite you by day. Nor the moon by night. In the name of Jesus. I bring you into that covenant. I bring you into that, into, into that pavilion. In the name of Jesus. No evil will come near you. Every harassment in the dream stops now. It ceases. In the name of Jesus. Crush every enemy. In the name of Jesus. Every manipulation, every sorcery, every divination against you is started right now. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I give you praise. 
Let's stand up. Come on. Time is gone. My Lord. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.